Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, we have a... Road trip with the panda. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, the listeners have been told the great news about Alaska. 2024. Okay. Last week, I discussed 13 tips to make, you know, the cruise cruise by, you know, cruise Cruise, cruise by. So, just ease of travel or suggestions to kind of help navigate ideas and how to kind of make things a little bit better. Like I talked about. Room selection, don't select a room by the elevators. They're convenient for you, but they're also very convenient for other people, especially in the middle of the night. Such things like, you know, you don't have to necessarily use the excursions on the boat. A lot of places like Alaska will have their own private company, tour companies, that they can use instead of... So look outside your company-owned cruise... Correct. ...items. Right. So, but a couple ones that I kind of, not necessarily forgot, but would be very helpful is you can bring your own water bottle. You can bring your own water bottle on the plane so long as the water, as you're going through uh, TSA... Is emptied up. Correct. The bottle's empty, no water. You're good, because they do have water fountains in all the airports. Right. And the other one that I saw that I ended up kind of seeing repeatedly, because once you kind of start doing a little bit of research, all the articles start popping up, like, you know. Right, then you start forgetting which one stood out more than the other one because they have the same information right, to a point. But the other one that kept coming up were, like, towel clip-ons to the, to the lounge chairs. Why? Because of, like, the wind knocking the towels off or just kind of even showing where your area is if you see your clips, your towel clips. Okay. So, uh, believe it or not, I actually invested in a pair for the trip Mm -hmm. in September. So, bring your water bottle. What was your your most important tip that you think you posted or maybe forgot about it? You know, honestly, I think the most important tip is having the cruise line app on your phone. Even if you aren't using the Wi-Fi, you could still see the daily app mm-hmm. because that will help you kind of be aware of what's happening when. 
Right. I don't even remember having a Disney app when we went last time. Or sorry, for uh, me for reference, the only cruise I've been on was the Disney cruise in twenty nineteen. I believe I it was before COVID. Yeah, I think it was even before nineteen. I think it was like seventeen or eighteen. Either way, I don't remember using my phone to access much. But I think you've been on a cruise more recently than I have. Right. Puerto Rico. We bounced out of Puerto Rico. We went to to St. Thomas. And... This was last year? About a year and a half ago. No, 2022. November 2022. Wow. So, anywho, cruises are, are fun, I think. They're really fun. Right, I think there's a lot of stipulation of like, well, what are we going to do? There's always this fear factor. What are we going to do and be entertained? But I mean, I like I said, the only experience I have on a cruise is was a good time, and they had events listed everywhere to go do stuff on the ship itself. However, we did stuff off the island, off the boat, a lot more than we did on the boat itself. I even crashed my bike. You remember that? Crashed your bike. So, <laughs> apparently, that adage of uh, you never forget how to ride a bike. Well, I forgot how to brake on a bike. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. But I crashed into a pole. When did we ride bikes? On Castaway K, the Disney Island. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I separated from everybody there. Okay, well. I think I stayed on the beach after we did the little. The the stingray scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I crashed my bike, guys. That's that's pretty funny. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally panicked. Everyone has a crash I was moment. looking for the handbrakes. I totally mm-hmm. forgot I could back jerk the pedal mm-hmm. to brake. Mm. So, anyway. <laughs> So but there's your mishap. Right. <laughs> which I guess could be a good segue to the, the topic at hand. Correct, to because that's nothing. Right, we've done all the good things about what could happen on a cruise, but how about all the bad things that could happen so on a cruise? So there's some really bad things that happen on cruises. Well, I mean, I assume everyone's biggest fears come from cruises somehow, especially right. at sea. So here's kind of some numbers. It is estimated... It is currently estimated that at least 400 people have gone missing from cruise ships since 2000. And I really think this is a very low number. 400? 400 in 20, 24 years. Okay. I think that's a bit low. The other, and this, this information is based on some research, has determined that approximately 623 people have died on cruises between 2000 and 2019. And of these fatalities, 66 were actual members or crew members of the, the ship, employees. And the 500, the remaining 557 were actual passengers. So a huge gap in numbers. And here's my problem. I, I'm not exactly sold on these numbers. <laughs> and part of the reason why is, and this is something to just be aware of. Apparently, a lot of international cruise ships self-govern. They, It's their security that's getting used on the boats, and it's 
their information, it's their cleanup staff, it's their, you know, video, it's their CCC TV cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is really no oversight because here's the deal. As soon as you get past a couple of miles into the ocean, you're in international waters, and there's no real regulation. Right. The captain is the law. Correct. And he may show a face stuff, but that's the, like the actual guy in charge of everything. And the thing is, he can also kind of get away with this scenario because of how boats are registered. And what I mean by this is, Disney cruises are actually registered through the Bahamas. And there is a huge missing case, person case. So we're talking about a crew member. She was a Disney staff member. And she went missing. And the thing is, is that because the boat was registered at a Nasaru, mm-hmm. Bahamas, mm-hmm. they had to get a detective from the Bahamas to go to the boat and he was just there a day asking some questions and that was it. That was the investigation. And of course the family's very upset because their daughter is missing. And the last camera footage of her, she's on the phone, she's looking distraught and then she disappears. On the boat. From the boat. So... That's, I mean, that's a prime example of kind of how a lot of cruise ships are getting away with scenarios that would not be acceptable on land. (laughs) Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know how to, I didn't know they were registered out of the Bahamas. Well, it's because they look around to see... Which are the cheapest registrations? Mm-hmm. Right. You just give me money. We don't Correct. care as much. Correct. Right. So, it's. I mean the the I you know I, I tend to watch a lot of different things on the topic at hand, especially if one I'm really interested in. And it was interesting because I actually caught an Australian sixty minute episode. And on this episode, they were actually saying how the United States has, like, the most strictest types of cruise line laws. But again, that doesn't really help if your daughter still goes missing and the detective that shows up is there one day. Now, and it was also interesting because I, you know, you just don't think about these things. So, like, even in Australia, oddly enough, they were saying how the investigators from Australia were doing some questionable things. They were on video dancing at the clubs, the, the investigators. Well, I guess, I mean, they work nine to five, so they look at their watch and, you know, oh, I guess I can't investigate anymore, so I might as well enjoy so, myself. I mean, there's just a lot of shady shit because on top of people disappearing, people dying, there is a huge significant amount of rape, theft, types of robbery, you know, just crime. Who'd rat shit that you just don't think about? Well, I mean, here I'm singing all these praises about Disney, and I'm not not saying anything despairing about Disney. I'm just stating a fact that this unfortunately did disappear, and it's you know it's still a mystery what happened to her. Mm-hmm. But when we go on vacation, we have to. I mean, going home, we have to be aware of our surroundings well, and potential. They bad put things. it out for you pretty, I and mean, they're pretty blunt about it from the get go with the safety instructions of. 
the one I'm trying to clarify is the the safety instruction of being on time where you have to be. So when for people who have never taken a cruise or the idea of a cruise and looked at it, is when you go to your port or wherever you're visiting, you know you have a lot of a uh, and a lot of time to to explore the city you're in, do any activities, but you have to be back reporting into the cruise line at a certain time. Right. And if you do not report back in that time, they'll leave you. They will leave. I mean, they're called peer runners. So I don't I didn't and I don't know how they kind of get away with that, but I mean, I'm sure there's a there's a waiver I signed or something coming I, in. I'm I don't sure read it's it in, in the small print of Yeah, things. somewhere in the small print says, "We will leave you." <laughs> and we've seen them. I, They've even left staff. Right, there's videos, there's tons of videos of people being left behind regardless if you've checked in or not. Right. They're going. Right. And then it, you're on your own in this. It unch- is up to you. This, this is the area you've never been to before until just now. Right. To get to the next port or meet them where they disembark. I. <laughs> right. You have to get to the next spot. You Correct. have to chase them down. Correct. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that's a dangerous game in its own right. Like, and it, it's, it's, you know, better to be an hour early than a minute late. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And I know that sounds insane, but I'd rather be my ass be parked on that boat and see everybody else be late and me sipping my mic. Yeah, high. just they're all they're waving at us. <laughs> <laughs> they love us as <laughs> we're sailing away. Right. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine being that person. So you kind of bring up a very point of interest in the case I want to talk about. So... As I said before, supposedly only 400 people have disappeared. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say disappear, it's not necessarily that they've disappeared from the actual ship. Sometimes they disappear from the port of calls that we just discussed. You know, the, you know, the, the, the pier running people, they just never got back. They never made up. They never met to, they never met up at the next port and or they never met the ship to disembark or get their stuff. But one particular disappearance in my mind stands out so i want to talk about her i want to talk about the disappearance of lee ying lei to her friends she was known as angie so i'll call her angie now angie was born in china and while out and about in the big wide world she actually meets and marries a man named daniel belling he's actually from germany they get married they have two children And at the time of her disappearance, she's 38 when this happens, they were living in Ireland. Angie owned and operated her own wedding business in Clare Hall County, Dublin, while Daniel was an IT consultant in Dublin. Now, prior to her disappearance, they were having problems, and family were aware. They were having arguments and in one account given by her mother, her daughter Angie had sustained bruises around her wrist. And Angie was actually seeing a psychiatrist. Now, as families sometimes do, like us, they decided to take a cruise. The cruise was for 10 days, leaving on February 9th, 2017. And with them, they brought their children, ages 6 and 4. Together, they boarded the MSC Magnifica in 
I'm going to mispronounce this, Citavicia, Italy. And the route of the cruise was to take them, again, 10 days, to Malta, to Greece, and to Cyprus. So it's a Mediterranean cruise. Now, prior to her disappearance, the staff actually witnesses an altercation between the, the ship staff, witnesses an altercation between Angie and Daniel. They were apparently in a souvenir shop when he gets very agitated and pretty much hostile. And what he does is he pulls a pair of tennis shoes out of his backpack and he says, put these on instead of your sandals and shut up. And he hands her the pair of like gym shoes, tennis shoes. And, I mean, this was kind of real startling to the staff. So she she gets on on the 9th. She's seen on the 10th. Obviously, this argument happens between now and then because she's not seen again after the 10th. No one sees her on – I mean, and the, but the staff sees him and the two children. The staff sees them eating without her. And – he even tells the cleaning staff, well, there's only three people here now. And it's one of the things that's interesting to note is that the cabin was on the 11th floor, which apparently to some degree was relatively close to uh, an edge of water. But, I mean, you're on a boat. Every part is. Right. Unless you're in, like, the one with the balcony. You're really, I mean. Even though, I mean, I guess that's another thing to doesn't really fit well when you see it because the balconies you could just fall <laughs> you could just go off right there's no no protection in these rooms or windows which I understand I mean the, the idea is the normal human being who's on this will not give in to the intrusive thought and say you know whatever but there's children who are so clumsy or do something I'm sh- and I'm sure it's on the lower part of the railing they probably won't be able to fit through do whatever. But for an adult who's just clumsy, just can just go right off. And there are videos of this. Right. These people fall off of this boat. All the time. All the time. It's like, how do you how do you do that? Like <laughs> well, well how do you do that? And then I mean there's no real safety measure they could implement. Well, that's actually not true because some there is the technology that boats can put on that alert if someone falls overboard. But that's the thing. It's expensive, and it is, again, up to the cruise companies to whether or not have them. They're not being mandatory. So, here again, she's disappeared after the 10th. Now, initially, Daniel will say he left her on board when the ship docked on the Catalone island of Greece. And it was him. He's like, I took off with the kids. She stayed on the boat. But when he gets back, he will claim she just wasn't there. So basically, she's gone. She's up, she ups and leaves, according to him. Now, later, he'll change this version of events, and he, he will claim that she, too, departed the ship at Catacolone. The problem is, and you can verify this, is that her key card never registers her getting off the boat. And as you know, every adult, even if you share a room with an adult, 
with, you know, two or three other adults. Everyone gets their own key card. Right. They have their form of identification. I think I thought it was a wristband for us. No, it was our it was a card. It was a key card and I think even our pictures. So if your card gets clicked by something, it, your picture comes up. Right, to, to identify that that's your card. You are buying this with this card or whatever. Correct. And then you're opening this door, you're getting off this ship at this time. So this never happens, okay? But despite the fact that the technology, and this is how you get on and off a ship, he's like, she just took this chance to leave and leave the children behind, and he goes on claiming that she had been wanting to do this for years. However, she doesn't take her phone or her wallet, and her suitcase goes missing. And according to staff, they actually had, like, a family matching set of suitcases. They were all the same type, but they just had different colors. Mm-hmm. And so... He f- he claims she's gone. I'm not going to report this. The end. I'm just not going to worry about it. Right. So they continue with the cruise. Staff sees, the, there's no video of her anymore. Staff does not see her. And the cruise ends on February 20th when they arrive in Rome. And after Daniel and the two boys leave the ship, during the final disembarking headcount, that's when the staff realizes their count is off and they quickly learn that it's Angie who's not checked out. So they do the right thing. They notify the authorities. And just as he's getting ready to board a plane from Rome to Ireland, that's when the Italian police arrest him. Now, per the Italian investigation, they look, at the CCTV footage, they interview the staff, and, you know, they get told, we don't see her after the 10th. And, you know, that's pretty much it. But in here's the curious part, too. And if you ever go to Italy, again, you know, you just kind of be familiar. Under Italian law, people can be held without being formally charged or a trial for up to a year. Yeah, that happened to, what's her face? Forever Amanda ago. Knox? Yeah, forever ago. Right. And they do this to give the authorities time to investigate the scenario. And they get that time, otherwise they got to let them go. So he gets held for 14 months in the Regina Coralia prison in Rome. And he gets released in April of 2018. Now, during the time, the Italian police come to suspect that he killed his wife, and using her own suitcase, he puts her body in it and throws the suitcase overboard. What? Well, that would probably be the only way to get her off. Okay. Now, like I said, he gets arrested, and of course he has his version. First, she stayed on the boat, and then he got off on the boat. But again... She took none of her personal items, which is a big red flag. I mean, your itinerary tends to be on her phone. Your plane ticket can be on your phone. Just in general, everything you ever thought of was on your phone. I don't know how old this She was 36, so this happened in... I don't know her, but how old the story was. Oh, this happened in 2017. So okay, five so years phones ago. are 
seven years ago. They're predominant in her life already. Correct. And again, she left it behind with her wallet. Right. I don't know how you're going to get anywhere without, and her passport as well. Oh, so you, you're you're just setting yourself up for failure by not getting rid of these small things. Right. <laughs> so while he's in prison, he will tell the magistrate during a hearing that they were together until Catacatona, Cata Cologne, and that they had a fight the night before, and she was like, I'm quitting this trip. And he claimed that she left while he was out with the kids on the island. However, interestingly enough, she did actually have a history of quitting vacations. But, I mean, if he's yelling and screaming at her in front of people like that, I I can see why she didn't Right Now, he even goes on to say that he thinks she actually makes it to China. Oh. And he's like, and I'm quoting him, there's a small probability that something happened to her in Greece, but I believe she's in China. I have no intentions of trying to find my wife. I plan to go to Ireland as fast as possible. My mother-in-law is living in my apartment, and we are on very good terms. Now, this is actually very interesting because remember how I mentioned earlier how in one of their fights she had bruises on her wrist. What was the mother-in-law that reported that? But also the mother-in-law does go to Rome, and visits him while he's in prison. Either way, he goes on to say, I was worried about my wife for the first few weeks, but not anymore. No. I think she knows I've been in prison. I'm not angry. She has always had a very strange personality. And he gets asked if Miss Lee would be so cruel as to leave him in prison. He replies, yes, of course. She is definitely that cruel. She was that cruel already. And so while he's in prison, like I said, he gets out 14 months later, some very interesting things happen. Number one, I'm assuming he somehow mails the keys to his nephew who goes to the house. And when the nephew gets to the house, he inserts the key to get inside, and that's when he realizes something's not right. So supposedly, the nephew goes to the police station, the Guardia, that's what they're called in Ireland, grabs a couple of officers, they go back to the house, they all see that the key doesn't work, they get into the house, and they realize that the locks have been changed. In addition to that, <laughs> the nephew comes across this invoice of a toll that was paid by her credit card, which I think is very strange, considering she left her wallet in the Mediterranean. And the credit card was used to pay a toll on the, I think, the M50 toll. Now, because this happens, it you know, it's obvious somebody came in and changed the locks, and because of this, this M50 toll gets paid by her credit card on March 21st, 2017, they use this as, his attorney uses this as a, see, she did get back to Ireland, she's changed the lock, she's using her credit cards. No, she, according to this, she only used it once. The whole time she's been there. Correct. And in addition to this, 
Her psychiatrist will admit that she did express the desire to leave Ireland and leave the children behind and go back to China. And on top of this, it was discovered, or maybe Daniel had known all along, I don't know, that she had a lover, that she was involved with somebody else. So he gets released, and he immediately goes back to Ireland. Because, And to be fair, he hasn't seen his kids in 14 months. And whilst he's there, he actually gets charged with unrelated fraud charges. So here again, here is... Fraud charges. Correct. So they apparently applied for a loan in the amount of 112,000... Well, 112 plus 500 euros on on March 13, 2014. And it turns out that they worked, he and his wife worked to scheme to falsify documentations to obtain the mortgage. And he turns around, he says she was the main person pushing for this scheme to obtain this loan for a mortgage loan and that, you know, she's part of this too. Again, she's not able to defend herself in any which way. So he's able to say what he wants. And then he gets like a three and a half suspended sentence before the Irish courts after pleading guilty to this fraud that he has committed. And I mean, his remark is like, oh, well, I've sold that property now. So, you know, the matter's behind me, blah, 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 blah. So it's just very curious how, again, I usually keep my credit cards either in my wallet or in a safe place in my house. And I'm just saying, she she only used it for a toll. What card did she use? One time, right. There's no other activity on her account. As far as I'm aware. And, I mean, you have a, a bit, a lot of red flags here. She supposedly have a lover. Did you talk to the lover? Did he, did he complain or ha- express concerns that he hasn't heard from her? Because if you had, you would learn either one or two things. They've been in contact or no, I've never heard from her again. And if you have her cell phone, which he did... You, uh, who, how is she? So that's all they went based off of, and then he gets away with it. At that, yeah. Well, I mean, well, then, no, he, then there, he gets hemmed up over. There's a trial that he's actually refusing to go back to Italy to. Oh, that's so they, they're, they're re-attempting. They're, right, they're pursuing the matter. It, Italy is pursuing the matter. He's not going to show up. Yeah, I wouldn't either, though. <laughs> I'm not going back over there. You're crazy. <laughs> you held me from prison for a year and some change. Man, I ain't going back either. <laughs> Shit. So, but it how easy, and I'm just going to toss this little conspiracy theory out there, would it be that some family member got a hold of the keys, I'm not going to say who, went to the house, got a credit card, made the toll, and then changed the locks themselves, and then made a big to-do with LaGuardia, saying, see, the key doesn't fit, Mr. Officer. Right. Somebody came here and changed the locks. Because doesn't show signs of living there anymore. 
Right. <laughs> Why I mean, change the locks? Why change the locks if you're not going to be around this this family anymore? Correct. What was the point of that? It's just I don't know. It just I mean, and it, and it, it didn't. It happens the following month. Okay, so somehow without her passport, without her wallet, her phone, her phone or her luggage, she gets from Italy to Ireland, probably walking a whole lot, swimming the English Channel, and then swimming whatever channels between England and Ireland to Dublin because Dublin's. On that east coast there in Ireland. And then hoofing it back home. What? And then hoofing it back home. Correct. And only using her credit card once. Air quotes. The other thing is, is like, you know, even here in the United States, in California, say, for example, when you go across the Golden Gate Bridge, they take pictures. I don't know if they take pictures in Ireland. I don't think they do. I don't think a lot of places do that. It's entirely possible. So how convenient is that if you use a credit card where you know there is no camera? Well, I mean, there's also cameras in airports and docks and or, you know, uh, um, ports, sorry, where tourism comes through. I mean, you have exactly. they keep all that so when something does arise, they can be like, oh, this wasn't, this is, this is the fact. Here's our passenger list. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. But you know who didn't get involved? The cruise line. Correct. <laughs> they handed it off to the authorities. <laughs> and said, here you go. Correct. <laughs> they burned the I copies <laughs> of their footage and their testaments. They're like, all right, we got to go to the next one. Right. <laughs> they're not going to go full strings to get those guys. So, I, I mean, I hope that she's okay. I hope the theory of the Italian police is not true. I hope she's okay. I don't know how in the hell she got off the boat. I don't know how she would have made it back to Ireland. But, I mean, it's just sad. It's a sad thing. But it does happen. And I know a lot of people will take cruises by themselves or even with a group. But they separate. They get into party clubs. People slip something in their drinks. I'm not suggesting this happened to her. I'm just saying, you know, you do have to be very careful, even on a cruise. Yeah, people feel a bit more invulnerable when they're not on land. Right. But it, the same law and hammer can still come down on you wherever you are. Sometimes it comes down worse, especially if you're in a different area. Right. So hopefully there will be some resolution to this scenario in the future, if not for her family, but at least for her children. So... Before we disembark this episode, do you have any suggestions for, for people? I mean, you like you said, you've only been on one cruise. Right. I don't know. I think I was. I don't even remember if I was twenty-one yet. Did I? Well, maybe I was. I think I was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was. I think we drank. Nummy. Because the way we had it built up, it was the card, our our cards or bracelet, whatever we had, we attach it to a card, and then it just charged that. Right. So, it's, it's easy just to swipe it and then buy the, get the popcorn bucket or whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever <laughs> was there. So, I do suggest, if you're going, plan on spending a lot on the boat itself. It may not seem like you would, but you're probably going to. Right. I mean, the, the dinners and lunches and the breakfasts are taken care of. 
because ours had the the personal touch of the, our own guy who was with other people too, whatever. But like we sat. The down waiters together. followed us to every restaurant. Right. So, but we had a scheduled. I think that was the 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 way it worked, anyways. Right. So. And again, this was a Disney cruise. Not every cruise does that. I don't know. Right. As far as I know, a lot of them do it like they did on the Disney cruises where it's a lot of buffet options or quick and easy. And if you want the the sit-down experience, you have to pay a little more or do a little more extra. So I I guess my suggestion would be to really – I I don't know if they do the itinerary before you even get on the cruise. So I think you have to get on there, and then they tell you everything you're going to be allowed to do. So I think that first day – they told us this is a list of things you can do and everything planned out on these papers. I think it was paper when we did it. Yes, we did. And it but it showed it broke it down. Day it by broke day. it down super easy. I mean, it made sense, but it's a lot coming at you. Especially if this is your first time. Right. So but I mean, it does break it down. It even broke it down to the effect of like, well, we think ages through this through this will enjoy this more than the children or the adults or, you know, Wherever else, or this is adults only. They break it down easy enough for you not to mess up. So, once you're on there, it's it's pretty easy going. But I think you should, if you go on there, you should choose what you want to do, and make that a priority, and then choose the things you want to do on the cruise. For me, it's trivia and bingo. Right, that was that was my dark corner. <laughs> <laughs> for the stories, we. Every night we we participated in a trivia, a song trivia, every sort of trivia game mode thing that we played every night or every day, every night, and we always lost until the night on the way back. We finally won. I don't think it was a. It was a scavenger hunt. It was a scavenger, but it was like in bar or in club scavenger hunt. Yes. Like you had to like all right, the first one to find a blue shoe. Or something weird. It was always weird things like that. And then sometimes it involves some questions or something. But we finally did it. And I, t- I tell you what, you haven't heard this woman yell, but when <laughs> we won, we finally won after the scrutiny and the odds and everyone saying we couldn't do it, we prevailed. And this woman let out this death chant of hurrah. And just everything else. And she even does this dance. I don't remember how it went, but I do remember that while we were waiting in line, leaving the cruise ship, because you have to embark and go through customs again, we're in line with this warehouse thing, and there's a big old Disney line. They're really good at making lines. This 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 family shows up and say, hey, you're that woman who did the, the victory dance or who did the, the dance last night. And so, and then everyone's like, oh, yeah. And it was, I didn't remember how many people were in this club thing, but I, was, I didn't think it was that many. Just happened to be paired with the right people. So, and, yeah, just don't fall off the rails, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is what we have for you tonight on the business. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You need to go on there and say things. <laughs> <laughs> well, come up by, stay, post anything, post videos, start corners, places you want us to visit, stories you want us to talk about, stories maybe you would like to talk about and want to hear yourself mentioned. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> any any involvement is better than no involvement. So, 
But again, like you mentioned, if you do have a topic you'd like us to cover, just send us a message, an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Would you take a cruise knowing everything you know? Well, we're already going now. I know. So <laughs> you can't go back. I don't think you plan on killing me. You went through too much bullshit to fucking dump me off. So I might dump you off that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think the cruises are great. I think the one time we did it, I had a good time. It is a good way to get a taste of what you are curious about because you're not going to be in a city all night. You're only going to be in a city for a day, part of a day depending on your cruise line. So it's it's the appetizers of travel. It's, it's your, I forget what you call it, but you get like multiple drinks. Like, a, like float, a flight. A flight. It's a flight of travel. So you get to enjoy it, try it, and if you don't like it the first taste, then you're probably not going to want to come back. All right. So until next time, please remember, only if you can find the beauty in the darkness, which is where we hope to meet you, where the dark corners are. <laughs>